Hello lovelies and welcome back to You'll Be Fine podcast. My name is Blair and I'm your host and let's get to it. So you may know the title of the episode but it could get misleading because today we're not talking about the intricacies of ethics. We are discussing ethical porn. Now if you're wondering what that is, I will explain later. But before we get into the episode, I wanted to um, let you guys know of some triggers that may occur. Um, Some topics we'll be discussing will include sexual assault, sex trafficking, and um, all sex-related things. So if that is triggering to you, please click off of this episode and tune in next week or listen to the previous ones if you haven't already. All right, so... Yes, today I was inspired to talk about porn, so we're talking about it. But before we get into that, let's get into some little updates. So, yes, I'm new to the podcasting world, but um, I've seen how Fresh and Fit Podcast has been blown up on Twitter for dehumanizing and ridiculing black women on their podcast and ew fucking disgusting so glad they're they've been exposed but also why did it take so long seven years disgusting anyway people like that still exist in the podcasting world and i hope that people like me making podcasts and people just like regular fucking people that don't ridicule black women on their platforms start creating podcasts more to fill up the space and kick people like that out because the alpha male bullshit is done. I'm sorry, Kevin Samuels. I know you don't know who I am, but this is to you. You're a piece of shit. So this alpha male bullshit has been going on for a long time, of course, because evolution and stupid people. But it just pisses me off that men get away with saying some the most asinine things for the sake of being an alpha male when in reality you're just a misogynist misogynistic egotistical asshole okay like explain to me how degrading women makes you a a macho man please tell me because nothing turns me off more than a man who can't respect women and that goes for 90% of the female population and people who identify as female women also people who identify as male they don't fucking like you either and your ideologies based off of fucking alpha male bullshit was disproven by the person who created the term alpha male he was studying wolves and realized that His first discovery of the alpha male was based off of a wolf that was scared in captivity and lonely. In normal packs, when you study them in the wild, the wolves work together and they split up to make their own families. That alpha male bullshit means you're lonely and scared. So if this pisses you off, I would think about it. I would fester on it and come to terms with who you are as a person because if you're an alpha male, you're probably a misogynist. Anywho, that's all I have for today's rant. Um, I don't have any life updates, so into the topic. (laughs) Feel free to take a drink, take a breather, 
process what I just ranted about for four minutes straight. But today, we're talking about ethical porn. Now, you might ask, um, why is Blair talking about porn? Because that's not really my um, aesthetic on social media. I don't really talk about sex on Twitter. Don't really post that much like sexy pictures. But hey, most adults are having sex, okay? Some adults watch porn, some don't. And this podcast is about adulting. And if we're gonna about if we're gonna talk about adulting, we have to talk about all the parts of adulting. And fortunately, part of adulting is sex. So ethical porn. You might ask like why it exists or first of all what it is and I'll finally tell you because I've been saying over and over that I'll tell you but ethical porn is pornography that is made consensually treats performers with respect and pays filmmakers fairly for their work according to mindbodygreen.com there's also a quote um, from sex therapist Camille Lewis that states ethical porn validates the needs, boundaries, and curiosities of performers. So some might say it's feminist porn. Some might say it's like, I don't know, not the traditional porn, but um, that's the point because we want to shy away. We want to reinvent the horrible things that people got away with previously. Now, this is a sex-positive podcast, okay? I'm not going to talk about sex every week, so this might be jarring to you guys hearing it for the first time, but, you know, like I said, adulting, sex, they're synonymous sometimes, unless you don't, you know, participate in sex, which is totally fine. You don't have to. Some people are celibate, some people are abstinent, some people are asexual, and that's great. Sorry if this, um, you know, isn't your vibe, but... I know some of y'all nasty out there, so I'm going to keep talking about it. Okay, so now that we know what ethical porn is, let's get into some facts about porn in general. So a few facts here. I have um, referenced like many websites, and I don't want to go through listing them all, but if you guys want to know, you could DM me because I'll send you them. But I have um, not researched porn websites, but articles, <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, one third of 18 to 35 year old women watch porn at least once a week. When porn depicts violence or aggression, women are the targets about 97% of the time. According to a 2016 survey of children aged 11 to 16, Over half of the boys, which was 53% of them, and over a third of the girls, which was 39%, believed that porn was a realistic depiction of sex. As much as 30% of the internet content is porn. Now, all of those facts were put into this for a reason. Because you might ask why ethical porn exists, and there are many reasons why, but if, if you consider, if you are a person that watches porn or not, that porn is not inherently bad, 
but what occurs in the porn industry is very violent sometimes. It's very gruesome. It's very objectifying. And most of the time, like I said, in the fact, 97% of the time, women are, um, they're hurt or there's fantasies to hurt them or, um, you know, immoralize them, all of that. And I know that's a fetish and we don't kink shame, but we do shame things that hurt people unconsensually. Cause some people like, like a little S and M, but it's come to a point where porn has ingrained in people's minds that it is okay to treat women a specific way in the bedroom. And one of the facts stating that over 40% of the girls in a 2016 study and over um, 50% of the boys believe that porn was a realistic depiction of sex shows that this the porn, although they're young and they're not supposed to be watching it, they were exposed to it and they believed that women were supposed to be treated this way. I mean, I don't know what they were exposed to exactly, but as we all know, porn isn't very realistic. Um, and in the way that it's not realistic, it can either be exaggerated, it can be, um, it could leave out all the confusing things about sex, it can leave out the chemistry in sex, it can leave out the, um, the consent in sex, so all of those things are to be considered when our youth is learning about sex through porn, which isn't realistic. And I think now um, that sex sex education is being taught more often, that these kids aren't going to be subjected to these ideals as much as we were. But I feel my generation wasn't taught basically anything. Our sex ed was um, girls go into this room, boys go into this room, girls get pads, boys get condoms, okay, you're done. And I just feel that Maybe children don't need to learn all of the intricacies of sex, but if all they have is porn, then all they have is pretty terrible source. So that's not exactly why ethical porn is was created, but it just shows you how damaging porn that isn't um, considerate of, you know, the actors or the filmmakers or anyone involved's boundaries can affect people. Or children, even. So, all right. So, yes, we watch ethical porn (laughs) if we want to consider people's boundaries. Now, I don't know if if any of you listening watch porn. I mean, I know some of you do. (laughs) But if you've ever watched porn and felt like, oh my god, I can't even keep watching this. This is so degrading, or this is so cringy, or this is so unrealistic, then you'll probably enjoy ethical porn because a lot of different platforms, um, they specialize, I would say, on certain types of sexual interaction like some of them specialize on showing chemistry some of them specialize in showing gentle porn and some are 
you you know you still get the kinks out of it you still get the the sub categories but it's it's all inclusive and also everyone's consenting there's no underaged it's like not okay there's no underaged um I would not call them participants, um, victims. There's no underage victims. There's no unpaid labor. Um, there's no heteronormative stereotypes, like the whole alpha male bullshit in the bedroom. I mean, a little slapping, a little choking, fine. But you know, you know, when they start acting too much, like they enjoy hurting the woman. We're not having that in ethical porn. So... We know that Pornhub had lots of videos, but um, they decided to take a lot of them down because they were, you know, there was underaged women and underaged girls in the videos. There were, um, there were people who did not consent to be on Pornhub. There were people who did not consent to the sexual activity that was in the videos there were sex trafficking victims and there was unpaid labor or very very close to unpaid labor and there was of course plenty of objectification of women um so although they've gotten rid of all of those things it took them this long so do you really want to support a platform that didn't care until enough people said something i don't know i'd rather support a platform that cared from the jump and you know I'm going to tell you some of those platforms because I did my research. (laughs) But if you think about it, like, there were, there's so many things on the internet nowadays that just, just objectify women and degrade women. And it's socially acceptable for some reason. And it's become, like, the foundation of our culture, obviously, because we're still underpaid, but... It's just like, why support that anymore? If now you're awake and you realize how much society has um, tried to hold back women and how they continue to do so, why why continue to support it? So, porn isn't inherently bad. It can be addictive, right? Um, there were statistics that showed like if you watch porn regularly, it can negatively impact your relationships because you can start um, you can start bonding with the porn itself and not with people around you, which it kind of makes sense because like you connect to the fact that you don't have to put any effort in to have a connection to something and then you get used to it. And then it becomes your norm and you don't want to, you know, try to put in the effort anywhere else because it's right there in front of you. It releases endorphins, you know, the dopamine, serotonin, all of that. And it's easier than interacting with people. But there was, a, I think it was like a percentage, I don't know the percentage off the top of my head, but watching porn regularly was linked to um, higher divorce rates. And it's just like, I'm not going to tell y'all not to watch porn, obviously, because do what you want. But just consider, like, 
this is a disclaimer if I'm going to talk about it, the reality of it is it can be really, it can be, it can negatively impact you and your perspective on sex. So I think consuming um, specific kinds of porn, porn that's considerate of like um, how women are being treated, how men are being treated, how um, there are um, relationship dynamics in it, like just I think consuming less toxic content is better for you because it is addictive. It can create unrealistic expectations. It can bring forward misinformation for people who watch it and have never had sex. And it could affect your relationships. So I'm not trying to tell you not to watch it, but I want y'all to be aware because I'm not going to sit here and act like, woohoo, we're sex positive, so we're porn positive. That's not necessarily the case. Um, I want y'all to be aware. Okay. So, you may wonder, what makes ethical porn so ethical? So, when ethical porn is filmed... There is consent from all sides. So the woman consents to everything that's going on. Because sometimes in the porn industry, well, most times women are taken advantage of. They'll consent to one thing and then they'll end up having a little extra happen to them. And um, that's not okay. So in ethical porn, consent is needed. In, in any sexual interaction, consent is needed. Consent. I don't know why we were never taught consent until college. And I'm pretty sure that was a whole, they're trying not to get sued for some things. But why, why have we not been taught consent until now? It's like boundaries. It's just, that's another episode, I think. But please, people, get consent before interacting with somebody sexually or there's many other situations where you need consent so just think about it be considerate of other people what else makes it ethical is there is a legal age there's an age limit for pornography and all of the people are of consenting age because you're if if you're underage even if you say yes You are not of consenting age. And then it becomes child pornography. And that is horrific. Okay. Next. There's no incest porn. Um, I didn't really read that deep into why they chose no incest porn. I mean, obviously that's incest porn. Some kinks, I'm going to shame them. I know I said no kink shaming earlier, but incest porn is, I don't. We're going to move past that. But in ethical porn, there's no incest porn. (laughs) Um, They also like to include chemistry between the actors. They like to set a scene. They like to make it um, an enjoyable experience from beginning to end. Like if, if the actors have chemistry, it helps you immerse yourself a little more, you know. It helps you enjoy the experience instead of looking at someone getting abused and then you're like, oh shit. But yes, the chemistry is there. And then safety. Safety is considered. Now, it doesn't mean they're not going to do some bondage or fire play or whatever, but 
Safety is con- is considered and safety is held at a high standard for the for the actors, which is so um so important because these people are working and they shouldn't be fucking abused while at at their workplace. So communication is very important as well. They communicate um what's okay, what's not okay. Everything's very clear. They, um, it goes back to the consent thing, like everything, there's nothing that's a gray area to make anyone uncomfortable. And you might think that that kind of ruins the vibe, but think about it. When you're going to have sex with someone and you don't know what's gonna happen and it doesn't go well, don't you wish you kind of communicated? Like you kind of said what you do like, what you don't like. Like, sometimes it can be a fling and it goes well and you're like, wow, that was so fun. But a lot of the times, it's it's a guessing game, okay? Like, every body is different. Every person is different. Um, it's just... Communication is key for a lot of things and um, sex is one of them. Plus, if you know what the other person likes and they know what you like, then you about to have a good time. So... Ethical porn is also made with women in mind. Like, if you def- if you identify it as a woman, you've probably felt or seen some type of abuse or um, mistreatment when it comes to the sexual nature of porn and also relationships between other people. Women... I don't have a statistic for this either because I didn't think about it until just now. But a lot of women are sexually assaulted, sexually abused. Um, you know, we've talked about it already, but it's just such a it's such a big point in porn. Women are the reason porn goes so far. I know there's also like men, like there's um gay porn which works out very well for people who like gay porn and then there's um lesbian porn which is great but a lot of hetero males like to watch well I'm not gonna say a lot of them because some some people secretly be watching gay porn and that's good get your rocks off how you want it but uh, my point here is that women make so much money for the porn industry okay and why have women not been the center of this industry? They're the center of attention, but the center of comfort is for men. And it just it's just the math isn't mathing. It's not making sense. But with ethical porn, the women are in the center. What women want out of porn We watch porn just like men watch porn, okay? And what we want out of porn most of the time is something that we can relate to. Or sometimes we want a fantasy, but watching something that is just gruesome in our minds is not a turn on. We don't want to see that. So the ethical porn focuses on women in the fact that women are safe, they've consented, they're considered as an actor, and they're also considered as a viewer. 
which I find very cool because, you know, back in the day, porn was really focused on the male gaze. And now, um, you know, women are being included because women like porn too. So it's also focused on comfort. Um, I would say this is comfort all around, comfort for everybody, because you're considering how much the um, filmmaker makes money. You consider how comfortable the actors are. You consider the dynamic between the actors, if they're enjoying it. You consider the viewer, if they're enjoying it, if they're comfortable with what's happening, if anything's triggering. And that that's like a great that's a that's a great thing to consider because you don't have to feel guilty and gross after you watch it. Um but I mean some people do anyway because of religion, but like don't feel guilty for enjoying yourself. I mean, as long as you're not hurting anyone or you're not watching anything that's um, you know, abusive or uh, or um like incest, but as long as you're not doing anything that would hurt other people or that um provides financial support for people who are hurting other people, I wouldn't feel guilty. I know our religions say not to masturbate because they just don't want us to be happy. I'm just kidding. I'm not hating on your religion. I'm just saying we all do it. Anywho. <laughs> so comfort is important. And you know what else is important? Empowerment. Because women rule the fucking world. Beyonce said who run the world? Girls. And you know why. So we should be empowered to be sexual. We should be empowered to feel sexy and em- embrace who we are as sexual beings because we're all sexual. I mean, not all of us are sexual beings, but some of us are sexual beings and we should be able to embrace that without being shamed or um, like um, told that we're not worthy or we're sluts, which shit, call me a slut. I don't care. But it's like, why does it have to be a bad thing to embrace what's in our nature? feel me I'm sorry if my mother's listening to this but hey my mama raised me she raised me to be a bad bitch okay and what's also important is diversity so I I know it's kind of hard to watch uh, to find um porn that fits the non-white category whether it be, you know, whatever ethnicity you'd like, the dominant race or what is it? Ethnicity, I guess, if you would call white and ethnicity. Sorry, I'm not that educated. I know I got a degree, but anywho. <laughs> mostly, mostly white people are in the porn industry, okay? And there are actually some sites where you can watch all black people if that's what you prefer. I know I I listened to Horrible Decisions and they were talking about how they don't really relate to white porn because they're not white. Well, they half white, but anywho, (laughs) I'm gonna look up this for you real quick. But anyway, there are spaces that include black people and I don't, I don't know if, like, if you think about how, like, the people you're watching are easier to relate to if you kind of look like them, but if you, if you want to 
have more of a connection maybe if you like to watch people who look more like you so it's more relatable then ethical porn would be included in that category because there is diversity in the categories okay so we're all for ethical porn because women are put first and they get to have sex they like get, they get to enjoy sex instead of sex being done to them to us so if that wasn't enough to make you want to switch over to ethical porn i don't know what will be because i mean i i don't know if you guys feel what i'm feeling but it's really like I couldn't, I couldn't watch porn for the longest. I mean, I still kind of can't because I've been traumatized by what I've seen, but it's just the stuff that's going on in it is so like degrading. It's like, I can't, I cannot enjoy this. And now I just don't even watch it because I've been traumatized, but I thought this is still helpful for people out there who enjoy porn. So where can you find it? I know y'all been waiting. Where can you find these things? So I've listed a few uh, <laughs> I've listed a few websites, but there are plenty of others, I'm sure. Um, I got this from an article. And I will tell you the article at the end. But um lustcinema.com, make love not porn.tv, spit exposed, spit.exposed, belessa.co. I think that one's a free one. I know we we want to pay our actors, but Belessa, Belessa.co has free videos, I'm, th- I'm thinking. I think some of these are, uh, you have to pay. Joybear.com. Aforechamberedheart.com. And there's Dipsy for auditory pornography. So you got a lot of options there, okay? And a lot of the platforms have specific um, focuses. Um, like some have certain um, like subjects they focus on. Let me see if I can find it for y'all. Do-do-do. Sorry if you can hear me clicking on my iPad. And also my boyfriend burping in the background. So, marieclaire.co.uk has a great... Um, article that features some websites you can see and then another is belessa.co they'll tell you what it is and then we got glamourmagazine.co.uk they list out all of the the websites i just mentioned and then they do a little description of each website so you could see if it's something you'd like. And they also list um, more websites that I did not mention. So, yes. Um, if you didn't like this episode because you don't like to talk about sex, then get out of here. Because we all need no hateration or holleration in this dancery. But if you did like it, please subscribe. <laughs> I will not be posting this as a video, mostly because I have a job and I don't want them to find proof of me talking about porn. 
I'm just kidding. Uh, mostly because I don't have a good camera and I want y'all to enjoy the experience. But also, please follow us on Instagram at You'll Be Fine Podcast and DM us if you have any ideas you want to listen to. And also, um, listen to us on your favorite platforms. Um, if you maybe you discovered me because of YouTube or because of um, Twitter, I'm probably available on your fave platform. So go ahead and take a look. And that's about it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope I didn't scar you for life. Love you so much. Goodbye. Goodbye.